You may think your hotel is already green, but are you green enough for today's eco-conscious traveler? Welcome to the Sustainable Hospitality Podcast, your destination to learn from hospitality professionals on the value and opportunities sustainability will bring to your organization. It will put more heads in beds and lower costs at the same time. We are your hosts and sustainable hospitality experts, Kathy McGuire and Amy Walls. I'm your host, Kathy McGuire. In this episode, we talk with Guy Bigwood. He's the chief change maker and CEO of the Global Destination Sustainability Movement. We will discuss how DMOs and convention and visitors bureaus can become sustainable destinations and capitalize on the eco-conscious traveler preferences. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone. It's my pleasure to introduce our guest speaker, Guy Bigwood. He's the chief changemaker and managing director of the Global Destination Sustainability Movement. Thank you very much, Guy, for being with us um, to have this important conversation. Uh, where are you located, actually? I'm in Barcelona right now. So uh, it's uh, morning for you, afternoon for me. So good afternoon, everyone. Oh, very good. So tell us about the Global um, Destination Sustainability Movement. What's it all about? Great. So um, oh, about 10 years ago, I was working with uh, Copenhagen and Gothenburg doing their first sustainability strategies. And we, we were really kind of in, I won't say happy or delighted with the results that we, we had from the work and the sense of kind of team spirit and reaction that we got from, from mainly even those days from the industry by releasing a sustainability strategy. And so we decided we needed to share it. So we invited all of the kind of Scandinavian cities and the, the CBBs and their DMOs to a meeting and we, we basically ran a workshop. And out of the workshop, everyone agreed to work together to create a sustainable Scandinavian meetings region. And that was fantastic. We were, oh, isn't that brilliant? And then when someone said, how do we know when we're there? Ah. And so that's all. Oh, that's a good question. We said, let's think about it when we come back. So we went away and thought about it and realized that we needed to have some type of scorecarding um, that allowed us to compare one destination to another. And it was really about learning what do you do well and what do you do well and what can I learn from you and what can I learn from you? So that's what we did. And we launched it in 2012 as the Scandinavian Sustainable Destinations Index. And I think we had 15 destinations. And then within a couple of years, we had 20-something. Mm -hmm. And it was such a success. And it really motivated everyone and, and created uh, progress and impact that we decided we needed to launch it globally, which we did in 2016-15. And that became the Global Destination Sustainability Index. So that's what we've been doing for the last five years. And we still do today. We benchmark over 65 cities around the world few countries and a few regions, and we let them know how well they're doing with their sustainability strategy, uh, quantitatively and qualitatively, and let them understand how they're doing against their peers and what they can learn from each other. And so we built this kind of, what would you say, a repository of best practices from around the world. Um, and that's what we do. And it was, you know, but this last year, um, or at the end of 2019, the last year before COVID, we decided that we needed to take a step up. And really what we were about was building this movement for change. 
And so we renamed it as the GDS Movement, Global Destination Sustainability Movement. And so that's what we are today. So what does that mean? So we do the benchmarking, but we now, there's the next step, help cities to create strategy. We help them to engage their citizens and their industry and their their partners and their clients around sustainability. We help them build capacity in their value chains and we help them tell stories. What kinds of things um, do you look at? When you think of a destination, it's like a, it's a place. It's not a, it's not a building. Uh, There are, you know, they may have certain employees uh, that work for the destination, but it really is a shared uh, collaboration with lots of different people in the tourism industry. So what kinds of things would a destination need to put into place? So, what we, we've built is a, a benchmarking with 69 indicators, which look at what we think are the key things, not all the things, but some of the key things. And so we look at four areas. So we look at, first of all, at the city. So we look at the municipality's environmental strategy and the, envir- the municipality's social strategy. So that could be anything from uh, do you have a climate strategy? Do you measure your emissions? What are your emissions? What about waste? Do you recycle? Do you have renewable energy? So some are kind of yes, no strategy questions and some are very, you know, qualitative numbers. So we start looking at the city and then we move on to the supply chain. So what percentage of the hotels are certified with environmental uh, label? What about restaurants? What about the airport? What about the business schools and the, uh, and the, the tourism schools? So we go through the suppliers and then the last chunk is the destination management organization that changes depending on what kind of country you're in, but that normally the CVB or the visitors board or tourist board. Um, so we look at them and we say, do you have a strategy? What's in the strategy? Uh, do you build capacity of your sector? Do you communicate? Do you measure? Do you report? So there's 69 things there which we think are the key most important things. And those criteria we, we create and review every year with all of the cities that are involved. So I think today it's actually gone out to all the cities looking for this year's criteria and saying, you know, are we measuring the right things? You know, now with COVID, should we be looking at different things? What about, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a climate movement now, so we should be changing. What about a social movement? Black Lives Matter, should we be looking at different things there? So that's really how we, we focus on the work. Oh, that that sounds wonderful. What kind of benefits do you believe that these that these destinations uh, achieve because they've gotten some kind of recognition certification? So I think there's the whole kind of level of, of of things, and I think it's changing also with COVID. So I think first of all, um, whether you're a tourist or an events organiser, there's a growing movement to look for sustainable destinations for where you want to go on holiday or whether you want to move your event to. So we know with the, the work that we've done with IMAX last year and a survey we did that 96% of all event organisers think sustainability um, is important on, a, on an international scale. So it doesn't mean they're doing it, but they said it's, it's, it's important, critical, right? 97% have actually done something. So it doesn't mean they're doing it all the time, but they've done, they've changed something. They've got more better bags or 
they've you know choose an eco hotel or things like that. So there's a shift in the meetings world. In the in the tourism world, we see the same. So so to be competitive, which I think is a key word in the future, right? To be on the front foot because we're all going to be clambering for either events or tourists after COVID. You you need to play the best stack of cards that you've got. And one of those cards has to be a sustainability card. So to be competitive, first of all, you, you need to, to have a good, solid offering. And the market's clever now. You know, before we may have been able to put something up on the website, a little bit of greenwashing and, woo, yes. Now, whether you're an event organiser or even a visitor, you, you know the questions asked. You can sniff out whether it's real and authentic or whether it's a marketing gamble, you know. So I think that's the first thing. The second key thing, which I think is critical right now, is after COVID, citizens, you and me and wherever we live, I live in Barcelona, I'm actually a bit doubtful at some of the ways that tourism has worked in my city um, and some of the way the events have come. I see some of the benefit, but I also see some of the negative aspects. So when we build back tourism where I live, I expect a better approach. I expect an approach that is thinking of me and my friends and my family and how we live and enjoy the city as locals, as residents. And so that voice, the voice of the resident, the citizen, is going to be even more critical for the CVBs and tourist organisations around the world. And you see a big shift now to try and talk and understand and listen to the citizens. Five years ago, even two years ago, we didn't really do that. So that, I think, is the, the second key chunk. And the third thing, if you look at Tesla, GE Emotion, uh, Unilever, the most sustainable brands in the world, they just happen to be the most innovative and the most profitable brands right now. There's been a 98% increase in investment in sustainable companies in the stock market this year or last year. Is, is a game changer happening right now. There's no argument that sustainable businesses are more innovative, they deliver better bottom line results. So those are three things I think are important why destinations need to look at this. Well, I know that most of the countries that are involved with your organization and doing this great work are outside of the US. Mm. Um, I, uh, do you feel like with the changes that have happened in the U.S. in the just in the last couple of weeks, if that's something that um, U.S. destinations might finally embrace? I definitely think so. I think the U.S. has been behind the game, not everywhere. We've, we've always had our Portlands and our San Franciscos mm-hmm. and Denver's and places like that. Um, but we've definitely, we're definitely going to see a change, and I think we're on the crisp on the crust of a, a big revolution in sustainability and in tourism events in the US. It's already happening in Canada, I think. Um, we've just finished doing Montreal's new strategy. Um, we're working with Washington at the moment. Um, there's some really great energy, and I think that's what's going to drive the innovation and the competitive edge of American destinations, and, and, and we need that, frankly. Let me ask you this. What what do you think uh, uh, is the best way to try to communicate uh, sustainable destination certification wherever it comes from? So, um, because I think we don't we don't have a, a true leader in the U.S. I mean, we have a couple of cities. Um, how, how can we get the word out that this is a, a, a really in, in their best interest? 
the answer to that question is authentically. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, you have to, working with sustainability is a journey and you've got to share the journey. You know, you don't mark it up, you mark it where you're at and what you're doing and the results that you've got. Uh, I think over-marketing doesn't work, especially in sustainability, especially not now. We have to be very careful at the messages we send, especially now in, in these tough times. So um, I think that that's key. There's some destinations that are some amazing work in the States. I think some of the community action work in US destinations is, is world-class. Um, and I think the rest of the world can learn from how you motivate people to give up the time and volunteer for the benefit of the community. Um, so I think that's what I've learned is every country in the world, every city in the world does something a bit better, one thing a bit better than someone else. And so collectively in, in a movement like we are is we all share, we all learn, we grow together. So I learn from you and I share what I do with climate and you share what you do with community action. So, and I think the whole diversity uh, messages, again, it's not happening yet, but it will come out with the US, I think will leave in terms of uh, diversity and inclusion over time. And so that's exciting as well. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, this has been fabulous information to learn about the GDSM now, right? Global yeah. Destination Sustainability Movement and the and the work that you're doing. So yeah. thank you. Go ahead. That's great. Well, thank you for the invitation. It's a real pleasure to talk to you. And um, please move to your next session. Thanks very much. <laughs> it sounds like it's time for your next appointment. Guy Bigwood, thank you very much um, for sharing this information with us. Take care and be well. Great. Thank you. thank you for joining us today on the Sustainable Hospitality Podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. And if you'd like a free consultation on becoming a much greener hotel, please visit us at sustainablehospitalitypodcast.com.